This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 102, Piles of Nevix Corpses. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulbooks2015. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? It's like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Yeah. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the puke-free area of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is the episode 102 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Thursday, October 22nd, and I am your host, Nevik. I am joined by Mabrasia. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Um, you know, getting a lot of game time in, having some fun. How about you, Nevik? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Good, good. Yeah. Doing all right. <laughs> doing all oh, right. You doing all right for a Thursday night and your ham, uh, hand egg team is playing right now? Oh, you know what? Oh, crap. You just had Oh, did I really me. have to do oh, that? Oh, my goodness. And you just also reminded me that I need to mute my phone. And now I'm going to pull up ESPN on my phone. That way I can keep tabs on the game. Oh, boy. I know, really? I had to go there, didn't I? I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Niners versus the Seahawks. It's so great. Uh, let's see. Follow live. Come on, come on. Let's do this. Let's oh no, I'm not going to tell you what happened already. But you know. Oh, holy crap! <laughs> oh man. All right, let's... I guess it's going that well. Well, well, we'll stay off of that topic for a little while. How's that time? Let's talk about Diablo. Oh, boy. Yes, let's talk about Diablo. So, Brasia, what have you been up to? Well, I know I left it blank on my thing, but I've actually been playing quite a bit of Diablo. So I still have uh, pumpkins going. Pumpkin's doing pretty well in hardcore for me right now. I tried to go with a, a real physical build and mm-hmm. using more of um, like the fetishes, like just kind of a common physic build, physical build with pets. And it was doing pretty well, but it just felt like I couldn't push really far. So I was able to actually get a fifth piece of Helltooth because I had four already. And I have the Ring of Royal Grandeur um, already in my uh, stash as one of my extra, you know, like goody things. So I decided to go with that, running with that again, six piece, uh, running really well. I mean, I've actually upped the damage. Um, surprisingly, all of my damage um, is doing pretty darn good at this point. Like I, I've got more damage than I had the first time around, so I'm not 406,000 damage, which you know probably is not the, the greatest out of everybody, but it's okay for me. I, I've concentrated mostly on my toughness, so it's 16.5 million. And recovery is about 400,000. So, you know, it, if, I, if I get surrounded again, I'll probably get killed. But I'm trying to do it a little more stand backish mm-hmm. um, with what I'm doing. I did find a Suwong Div- Diviner, which was kind of oh. cool. So It's funny that you mentioned that. But. Yeah. 
So, um, and it rolled really well. The only thing I had to re-roll was my uh, acid cloud damage, because that was like at the bottom, 70%. I re-rolled mm -hmm. it once and got it to 92. I'm like, that's it, I'm stopping there. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, so that's kind of like my secondary attack is really my acid cloud damage. And uh, I'll go through all of that in a second. But I've got another, had another pair of um, focus and restraint. I've had like three sets of those. So I'm like, okay, I'm good anytime I need it. So I yeah, went back with that. they're pretty common. Yeah. At least what it seems like. Yeah, so I'm doing okay with that. Rerolled a lot of things. Got my gems all the way up. Um, actually have a couple of ancient pieces, which is I'm kind of surprised that I still had those sitting around. Mm -hmm. So I've almost got my um, gem of efficacious toxin it just started leveling that one up because I had a physical damage one in there instead and I decided mm -hmm. I wanted to level up my um, Bane of the Stricken to 25 first so right now I've got Bane of the Stricken at 25 and I've got my Enforcer at 25 just for right now and then as I get the other ones leveled up I'll start switching those back out but doing well I did hit a, a new milestone for me I got over Paragon 300 Yay! Yay! So I'm now at Paragon 305. Uh, sit, sitting pretty well. I'm actually running Torment and 8 again pretty comfortably. After last week and seeing how well you did with your Witch Doctor right away, <laughs> it kind of kind of got out of my skin a little bit. I'll admit that. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't be that much of a slacker. So I, I uh, ran quickly, uh, got this guy. That's why I jumped from the physical build because I felt like I wasn't pushing enough back to the Helltooth build. So currently my skills are uh, Blazing Spiders for Corpse. Uh, spiders my primary, so I can get a, you know, at least a bunch of mana back. Um, acid Cloud, and I'm doing Acid Rain, so I've got like a larger radius, along with the Lob Lob from my staff. Uh, spirit mm -hmm. Walk, uh, Ring of Poison. I'm also casting that three times in a row real quick to up the damage. Um, I have my Zombie Dogs for Chill to the Bone, so that way I can do a little extra damage for anything that they hit. 15%. Then I got Gargantuan Big Stinker, because uh, that's just absolutely appropriate. And then I'm using uh, Running with Confidence Ritual, because I'm I find myself I'm close enough all the time that I'm always doing the 25% damage, but I'm not so close that I'm stuck in the middle of everything. Um, doing Vision Quest, just to kind of make sure that I've got plenty of mana, which I think I'm doing okay with. You know, Anytime I throw my Corpse Spider, I'm getting another 40% mana return. Uh, then Spirit Vessel. I haven't had it proc yet, but I realize I want to make sure I'm keeping this because this is like one of those skills that, yeah, I'm a nub. Um, <laughs> and I hadn't been using it. So even though I may not absolutely need it, uh, I'm going to just kind of make sure I have it so that way in case uh, I proc, I can pop back up. And then right now, Swampland Attunement so that I get an extra 120% physical poison, fire, and cold resistance for anything, any enemy within 20 yards. Mm -hmm. So I'm at this point really concentrating on the survival part and taking a little less off of the, uh, the, the, the damage, which seems to be fine. Like I'm having no problem rushing through things, moving at a really quick rate, pulling in t tons of mobs and just burning them all down at once. So I am enjoying that, having fun with it. And I'm just trying to think, uh, what else did I do? Oh, I wanted to say where I got. I got, um, so let me just... Give me a second. So, anyway, I decided to go with those greater rifts. And I was like, okay, I, I did... You were, what, 36, I think it yeah. was? Or, yeah. And you were only, like, a couple minutes ahead of me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it just to be a stinker. I'll do 37, see if I can finish it. I did it. Mm -hmm. Finished it. All right. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I could probably do better. So, let's see how I can do. 
So let's see. In the clan right now, I see a bunch of people kicking my butt. Cypher's on top at tier at uh, <laughs> greater at 454. And Beer Brad 101 at 52. And Scanline at 45. And Pony at 44. Ponaria at 43. Reclar at 40. And I am at 39. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I bumped it up a little bit. Thanks. So I'm getting there. I, I wanted to. I'm gonna push 40 as soon as I get my um, three gems up to level 25, mm -hmm. and then go back at it. So you know, feeling accomplished this week. Like you know, I got right back onto the uh, the band. You know, uh, back onto the treadmill and kept going with uh, another witch doctor, and it's paying off this week. So I had a bad week the week before, a really good week this week, and then in other game news, just a quick thing. I finally finish all of that grind to get my flying mount in Draenor. So, all right. Yeah. So then Bye. I decided to level up my Shadow Priests that I had on another realm mm -hmm. and my original Priest, uh, Brasia. And uh, I was just flying around and picking things up. It's ridiculous. I totally understand why they didn't do it now earlier. It's like I didn't do any questing at all. I just went around flying around, picking up whatever I could for treasures. And I leveled up in like 40 minutes from 96. Eight to like a hundred. I oh, mean, wow. it was that was just ridiculously quick, and that was without any bonuses or anything. So I was like, okay, I, I guess, uh, I guess it was kind of a reason why they didn't want to do it that way early on. But hey, yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. So how about hey. you? What have I been up to? So last episode, I I mentioned that I I have all the main stats covered, and my wizard's coming along nicely. Uh, she's now comfortably doing Torment 8. Uh, she's done up to a greater of 40. And that was a little scary. Just a little scary. But she's doing alright. I'm running full Taurashes right now. I'm At some point, I'm going to work in the Delceres, what is it, Magnum Opus, whatever set that they added. Because that seems to be, quote-unquote, the best way to play the Taurashes set. So, eventually I'll get there. But for the time being, I'm just having fun with her and uh for the longest time i've been trying to get a wizard spike not not to use just a cube because that's been one of the items that's been you know like a red herring well not a red herring but you know a sore thumb in my cube whenever i go over to my monk and look at the weapons it's like oh hey wizard spike you don't have that it's like oh and then i was like man what does it take to get a wizard spike and uh cyberwolf because i was on team speak was that on it i was on team speak at the time and he was like you dummy it's a wizard weapon you have to be playing wizard i was like oh well i guess that makes sense so i thought okay i'm gonna create some daggers and then toss them into the cube and when i did that very first dagger comes out wizard spike i'm like all right i'm done sweet i mean there's other stuff that i still have to cube from the wizard but for the time being at least the wizard spike is no longer one of those items so I did that. Uh, on my monk, I started... Um, I, I, ha I haven't been playing my monk too much. I mean, I've... I ran out of uh, out of the bonus experience, you know, from your lemonade pools. And that's... It's kind of, like, demotivated me from, like, playing as my monk. Um, well, I have three now, but we'll get to that. So I just decided, you know, well, screw it. I'm going to push anyways. So I did a 61, I think the day after I, I did my 60. And I missed it by, I think, 33 seconds. 23, no, 22, 
tw yeah, 22 seconds. Because it ended up being Sandshaper, and that bastard would not get out of his slow time bubble. It's just, you know, it was super, super annoying. So I was like, oh, you know, I, I guarantee that's why I missed it. So later on in the day, um, after, I think, no, I did it late at night because uh, the, during, like, prime time, there were certain issues. And uh, I think I played softcore for, like, a little bit. Then I decided, no, I don't want to play softcore. I'm going to go play Heroes instead. <laughs> but later that night, I did do a 61. I had to fish a couple riffs. And uh, I got one that was pretty decent. And I ran through it. And I don't remember... I think I only procced once in it, so it wasn't too bad. And um, I had the Lightning Helm, Eye of the Storm, or well, it's not a helm; it's a Spirit Stone. Mm -hmm. And I equipped that, and it's not ideal because um, optimally, I want one that doesn't have a socket. I want one that has Dex, Vitality, Crit Hit Chance, and um, not Lightning Damage, but something. I, I forget what. Well, Maybe I do want a socket. I don't remember. But anyways, so I don't quite have that. But it did roll 29% lightning damage. So I'm like, okay, that's really good. And it's ancient. Mm -hmm. So I have I have the decks. And do I have... I'm trying to remember if I have a good chance on it. But, but that's not really important to, to this story. Well, anyways, I was able to spawn the Guardian without too much of it like it wasn't too scary at that point but i was starting to get close on time because i ended up on the rift uh tile set where you do the enchantress uh storyline and sometimes it's good sometimes you have really good density on that tile set sometimes you have okay and sometimes it's really bad i got an okay one but it was also full of mobs that weren't worth a whole lot of progress so I, I just saw I, I saw I saw my progress and I saw the timer and it was starting to catch up to me. I was like, oh man, this is getting close. And so I engage I engage the guardian. I think I had just over a minute to kill the guardian. And then I get down to about time remaining, 20 seconds. I'm like, okay, we're at about 20%. We, we I think we can do this. <laughs> at this point I'm like, screw it. You know, if I proc, I I'm you know, I'm balls out you know i'm going all i'm all in on this and i managed to clear it with about nine and a half seconds to spare so i cleared a 61 on my monk and that was good enough for at the time rank 163 but i've slipped one rank since then so i'm in the top 200 now so that's exciting um i was planning on doing a 62 last night didn't get around to it but um then i started playing on my barb i don't remember why i started playing on my barb but uh oh i know why because I had cleared the 61, I was feeling, you know, like a little bit of sense of relief. So I was like, okay, it's time to start working on the barb again because I had another unity drop. So I was like, okay, I can start pushing with the barb again. And I did a 56, no problem. It, it wasn't the ideal situation, but I cleared it in a decent enough time that I then turned around and did a 57. And uh, let's see, I think I had to nope out of a couple. And then I got one, and things were going really, really well. Really, really well. And there were exorcists in it, but I was they were, they were seeming to be manageable. And then I got, I was like maybe 75% of the way through the rift. And then I got a pack, proxed nerves of steel. I'm like, oh crap, 
And then <laughs> I charged off the screen so that I could try to get away. And then poof, I was dead. I was like, well, that happened really fast. <laughs> so I wasn't even mad because it was a 57, you know? I was like, well, you know, I, that's going to happen, right? Right. So I wasn't even mad. So I think I immediately created another barb, <laughs> leveled him up to 70. And then I, then I took uh, stock of what I had left, which wasn't much. I'm like, I could do, I, I almost have a full ra- Wrath of the Waste set. But I thought I had, I thought I had every piece ancient, which I had none of them ancient. I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing that. You know, I really like IK because you can do, I mean, you can do, you can do a spin to win barb. You can do a hold a barb. You can do a seismic slam barb. I was like, you know, IK gives you a lot of different options. So I was like, no, screw it. I'm going to IK. So I still have my ancient bull Kalthos weapons. And I finally had another unity drop, but I'm not pushing with this barb just yet. I think I've learned my lesson, at least for a little while. You know, I, I, my goal is to get a greater of 60 on the barb, but for the time being, I was like, no, I, I need to farm up some more stuff because I'm getting low on materials again. So, rest in pancakes, that beautiful gavel judgment that I had. Um, that was featured recently on the West March Workshop. In fact, that happened last night. And uh, congratulations and welcome back, Leviathan, for rejoining Nineball as the co-host. Oh, I'm super fantastic. happy about that. Yeah, it started off, and Nineball was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a solo show." I was like, "Aw," and it was kind of like Eeyore moments. And I was like, <laughs> "It's like, well, you know, sometimes solo shows are fun." Except they're except for when you do it live, it's a little weird. But and then, it's a little bit harder, yeah. But he had the wool pulled o- well over our eyes, and then boom, Leviathan came in. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm glad to see Leviathan back on Westmarch Workshop. So that was cool. And so during this show last night, I'm all like, you know what? I'm out of character slots. I really want to do a Belmont. And then I realized, you know what? I I really I I hate the puke doctor. So what? I I jumped on Carol. I was like, you know what? Wait, wait a second. I can't just go out in a in a blaze of glory just yet. I have this ancient Ingiom. Okay, take that off. Okay, did that. And then I had an ancient Suwong's diviner, equipped that or put everything that was puke doctor that I had been saving into her inventory, took her gems out of her jewelry, and saved the... Oddly enough, I had equipped her with dexterity, focus, and restraints. I did not realize this, but I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, alright, let's go do a greater of 62 on her. <laughs> and she poofed, and I was super happy. I cheered. I cheered. And I was like, I was like, oh no, whatever will I do? I killed this puke doctor. Oh no, I'm so sad. And everybody was all like, oh, rip. I was like, I was like, did I rip or did I kill her? Oh, you are so evil. So I did that. And then I immediately created Carol the monk because, you know, Carol the puke doctor realized that she was living a lie. And she <laughs> she had seen the light, and Yitar had demanded her sacrifice so that she could be reborn. Reborn is a pure class, the monk, the master class. I thought so, you were going to say Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, that that would be a wizard, but ah, I, which okay. if I had wanted to do another wizard, maybe I that might have fit it a little bit better. But I wanted, to, I really wanted to do a bell monk. So while I was listening to the West March workshop, I leveled up that I leveled up Carol up to seventy, and I have ancient pieces of Sunwokos, uh, all four slots. And then I realized, wait a second, I don't have a cinder coat, so I can't do the fire bell. And then I was like, well, I guess, you know, I have like 900 shards. I'll just, I'll just try to get some Inna's pieces. So uh, I have an Inna's chest and, and pants. And then I think I was able to manage a belt. And so I'm going with the Inna's Sunwoko. All right, I think there's a more clever name out there, but... So I, I took her out for a test run last night, and it was fun. Oh my! I I missed doing the bell monk so much, mm-hmm. and uh, I I'm not doing holy right now, which is kind of weird. I'm doing the cold build, and I'm going I'm going to kind kind of theme it around this. And oh, Raja, you will really get a kick out of this for okay. her transmog. I transmogged all of her pieces to the Jade Harvester set. Oh, <laughs> you are so evil. <laughs> totally wrong. Absolutely wrong. And then I took some golden dye and made sure that it was no longer green. Now now she's golden and brown. It's it's she's glorious. Absolutely glorious. You know, so a- been... after that, I'm gonna have to agree with JC Monkey in the chat and he was like, <laughs> he's totally gonna make a hardcore monk named Nevik and let it get eaten by the zombies at the beginning of the campaign. <laughs> Why would I do that? No, you're not going to. He's going to. Oh, oh, so oh, you can I get see. eaten by zombies at the very beginning <laughs> of the game. You won't even make it to the gate. <laughs> oh, but yes. Yeah, so that that's what I've been up to. Um, I'm sitting now at Paragon 704. So I finally broke the 700 club. I'm still a baby in terms of Paragons, according <laughs> to Leviathan. <laughs> baby carrot. What was that? Baby gone? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where I I have a date with him. I think. That we're gonna we're gonna try to pump out the uh, T10 rift in under three minutes. That way I can complete my journey. Oh, and, nice! Yeah, because it's just it's. I really don't think that's possible solo. Not unless you get the perfect god rift. I mean, absolute. And I think you would have to be a barb, or well, you could probably do it as puke doctor as well, because you have that's a lot right. of like upfront damage, and if you are able to make use of an ingion you can just you know spam those fireballs all day long but yeah that's you should give us more love yeah so um yeah i'm working on leveling up uh, an ice blink i want to get it up to uh i think 50 and that way i i mean i really don't have any i i have no aspirations of taking this bell monk too far i definitely will do at least a 40 with it because that was the one thing that i was not able to do back in season one and oh it's so weird like i i started watching this guy on on twitch uh by by the name of reapified he took a seismic slam bar just kind of kind of on a whim and he was able to clear greater if 65 i think for uh rank 25 on the hardcore barb leaderboard and this was posted up on reddit so i started watching him and uh he's he's a really cool guy but uh where was I going with this? Oh yeah, we were talking about uh, like how how strange it feels to say you know like oh I'm just gonna ca- you know go do a greater of fifty like it's no big deal it's 
you know, casual, you know, don't even have to really even pay attention. It's almost like Netflix mode. And it's, oh, it's just so weird to say that when, you know, just last season, I was not even able to do a 40. So it's crazy. It's crazy, mm. I tell you. Oh, I know. It's just, it's just a power creep. It's, just, um, it's real. Yeah. Seriously. But speaking of crazy, if you want a crazy deal, you can go to bit.ly slash soulbooks2015 to get a free audiobook. That will also give you a 30-day free trial to Audible service, which will give you digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, as well as access to all of their offers that they run all the time. And then if you do continue your membership past those 30 days, you'll receive a credit every month to use on over 180,000 titles that they have. And they're always adding more. So I would I would not imagine it won't be too long before we're have to update this copy to say 190,000 or even 200,000. So right. go to bit.ly slash soulbooks2015 to get your free audiobook today. So we got some tweeters here. Just, just a few. So, Brasia, why don't you start us off? So, um, let's see. First, we're starting with our own Queen of Haiku. She said that Shadow Stone finally hit 60 on my hardcore seasonal barbarian. And finish chapter two of the season journey. She's All super right. happy about that. Way to go, Jen. Yay, Jen. And as you might imagine, yes, Jen is not on the show. And Lantonio uh, mentioned that he w- he's he been sick this week. So he was not going to be able to join us. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. But, uh, yeah. It's a good thing that Jen tweeted that. Because otherwise we might have gotten to the end of the show before I mentioned. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just, you get excited. You know, it's Diablo. You know, it's only the greatest game ever to ever exist, ever. Right. And so we just jump right on in. Just ignore everybody, just go right for it. Yep. So, uh, next tweet from Brizey. He said, Buffy is such a demon hunter at Shatterstone. And there's a picture of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with a crossbow uh, inside of the, uh, like, one of the tunnels. It was Mm -hmm. hilarious. Yeah, she's definitely a uh, demon hunter. Yeah. I thought she was supposed to be a vampire hunter, but, you know, what's the difference, right? Right. You know, vampires, demons. Almost same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, almost. So, uh, the next tweet we have is from Karova. It said that Shattered Stone, back in the cow level. And then he has a picture of, like, five cows. It looks like must be somewhere near his home. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious because they're all looking straight at the camera, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know that does look like the cow level." <laughs> I, I wonder when Kurova says that. I wonder. Well, he does he commute to work. Well, he if that's close to his house, then he must either live on the outskirts of of a town, or he lives in a rural area. Oh, quite possible. I mean, hey, if it's anything like up here in New England, I mean, you can just go buy a farm, and then you're in a crowded section like of town That's, a mile later this is true yeah this is true so next um, tweet is from Scanline he goes at Shatterstone played late last night for 30 minutes and found my first furnace ever at Diablo good job <sighs> Scanline nice Scan I'm still looking for one <laughs> well always craft two handed maces and toss them into the queue for your hope of gain ah uh, yeah that's what I'm doing and I still haven't gotten anything Really? Oh. I'm just, I have no luck. That's okay. I don't care. I'll keep going for it. Uh, next is our own Nevik James. He said, I just shed a tear. 
unenchanted happy mealed at Diablo <laughs> at the Westmark Workshop at Shattered Stone. And it is an ancient Gavel of Judgment. Gavel of Judgment. Oh my, yeah. you really. Yeah, so what I did on this weapon was I re-rolled the socket because I had a happy meal and I tossed that on there. So I re-rolled the socket for 10% damage and it ended up being close to 4200 DPS and then it had 1350 strength and 1400 vitality and the bonus damage to Hammer of the Ancients was 39 and then the Hammer of the Ancients returns 24 fury if it hits less than three or fewer enemies. Yeah, it was pretty much a really good gavel. I mean, not the best, but way up there. Definitely a lot better than the ancient gavel that I still have. But I'm going to miss that gavel. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> oh. But you don't need it now, so you're good. Well, I, I do ah. like the Hoda build. I really do. Mm -hmm. I, I really want to... I, I've been toying with this idea of trying to do something with Frenzy. Because, you know, just... I, I play. I used to play a Frenzy Bard. Well, I think I played a Frenzy Bard for uh, at least a hot minute back in Diablo 2, and it's a lot of fun. And there's a mighty two-handed weapon that will allow Frenzy to stack up to ten times. So I was thinking, there's got to be something we can do with this. Although I don't think that I don't think it's a uh, you know ceiling is going to be all that high. It's you know maybe may at some point, maybe in season five, I'll, I'll try to make it happen. We'll see. Mm -hmm. So, okay. The next tweet we have is from Kagurai Le Blue. He says, That Navic James, rip good sir, rip. Per Shattered Stone episode, uh, Brage is picking. You now must roll a witch doctor. <laughs> yes, this was before episode 101 came out, so. Yep, so you did it. You rolled it. And then you yep. promptly walked her into her death. Nice yep. job. Yep, you don't have to worry about me, you know, upstaging you again. Because that's know. not happened. Nope. That is not happening again. Wait, you're not going to level another one up next week? Nope. Nope. I have three monks. I'm very happy. And a wizard and a barb. I'm very, very happy. So you got it out of your system. Well, you know, mm -hmm. at least you did it. I wish we had 20 character slots. I really... <laughs> yeah, we do, we do need a, little, a few more. I mean, with all these seasons coming up, I mean, eventually there's got to be a point where we got to do something about that. Yeah. I mean... You can't just say, okay, every season people are going to delete three or four characters. You know, They might, but at the same mm -hmm. time, it's kind of like, you know, I've gone through a seasonal journey. I like this character the way it's built. You know, mm -hmm. I want to keep this one. Sure, I could just transfer all the stuff to another one, but the other one has a different set that I like that season. Ah, it's just me collecting things. Yep, yeah. I Yeah, I'm a hoarder. I, I still have, <laughs> I think I have three non-season hardcore monks as well. So, <laughs> I like monks. If you, if you haven't, I cannot lie. Yeah, I can't. I cannot lie. I like big monks, and I cannot lie. You know what? That might be that might be the show title right there. There you go. You like big monks. What is with we we have this whole theme of big things happening? Um, I don't know. Bitcoin's right around the corner. Yes, you know, it we're, is. We were wishing for big things there, but you know, yep. hey, let's see. Gonna have I'm to take the big down. things off off Blizzcon. I like big monks and I cannot lie you other brothers can't deny um, <laughs> so next tweet is from Hogai CTR he says the Westmark workshop oh meant to add that I'll look forward to lieutenant lunatic lore contributions on at shattered stone hard eye emoji yep 
So an email has been sent to Lunatic. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen because uh, previous to this, it's just been like, you know, us talking back and forth in chat rooms. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, because he's been very, very busy. So mm-hmm. I have I rarely see him online for more than a couple minutes. So I haven't been able to talk to him in game, but an email has been sent. This will happen. It will happen in the future. And uh, you you can be sure that there is going to be some good, good deep lore knowledge that hasn't that Blizzard has not, you know, uh, shared with us just yet about that Blizzard us. doesn't even know. Chris Metzen yeah. has no idea of that uh, about the Soul Stone. You know, the Black Soul Stone. There, there's oh, going to be some, some deep knowledge, lore knowledge shared. I'm looking for that. <laughs> so next will be uh, from Gorilla Law. Said Shatterstone, my new monk Frousy, is amazing. Monk class amazing or Crusader class mediocre? Uh oh, Blizzard. I think it's both. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, you know what they say: Crusaders have the saltiest of tears. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, the electricity going to have well. a. The Wizen's going to have a very strong reaction to that. And he gets I'm to listen sure. to it live, you know. So, mm. <laughs> so next tweet from Karova. He says, at Shatterstone, guess, great guess about the vacation location. Tokyo, of course. I love sushi so much. Oh and then he followed up with, uh, what? Nevik Jane broke down and played a puke doctor? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I followed up said, seriously, had sushi for the first time a few months ago uh, when I went to Phoenix, of all places. And that stuff is amazing. Yes, sushi. Uh, I haven't had sushi in a very, very long time. Actually, no, not, not actually that long ago. Now that I think about it, when my wife and I, we went to San Francisco, we went to Japantown and we had uh-huh. sushi. And oh my goodness, it was so good. <laughs> Mm. I, oh, before that, it had been maybe three, four years since I last had sushi. So, oh, it's so good, but it's so expensive over here. It's like you go over oh, to Japan; sure. it is so cheap. Oh, gotta go to Japan sometime. Gotta go. Of course, I want to go there just for the sushi. Yeah, it. Oh, no, for a lot mm. of things. A really I good really albacore tataki. Oh, there's this. Uh, there's a sushi place called Tomo Sushi in San Jose. I may have mentioned it on the show before. I, um, and I'm sorry, it's still warm over here in Sacramento, so I have my window open. But, mm. um, oh, God, it's kind of like a dive in. Well, you know, I don't even know if it's still there. But, oh, they have the best albacore tataki. It would just melt in your mouth. Oh, now I'm hungry. Dang it. <laughs> hey, I'm doing what I can. <laughs> Trying to help out. So, next tweet from Krova. It's at Shadowstone. Yes, another lore corner from Queen of Haiku in episode 101. He's very happy, and afterwards, the steep decline into other crap. What? <laughs> Come on, Grova. Come on. <laughs> wow. You know, you can always just turn that off. Yes, this is very true. I and... don't know. I don't get what is wrong with you guys. You just don't like us talking about other things? <laughs> wow. Wow. So, at Grova follows his uh, tweet up with, Never mind that I tweeted Nevik James is playing a puke duck. He just killed it on purpose, question mark. He was he was in-game at the time. I was, uh, don't tell anybody that, that I'm telling you this, but uh, I was waiting for a big enough audience to do this. I was I was originally going to do it, but there's only three people on. I was like, no, I'm not. I, 
it, it, it's got to at least be six people. <laughs> wow. Hey, if I'm going to, you know, just make my witch doctor die in a, a nasty death, might as well make sure plenty of people are there to witness it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, I, I definitely don't uh, let any less than about 15 people see me die with mine. <laughs> and that happens quite a lot, actually. So, um, at least this season, I think. No, actually, I've only done it twice. I, yeah, twice. My third one. So, at Karova also says, about the crap timer, 30 minutes this time. <laughs> Whoops. So, I guess uh, our, I guess episode 101 could have been an hour and 36 minutes or something like that. <laughs> instead of two hours and six minutes. All right. Well, you know, hey. We're, we're doing our best to help with that, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, some people some people have a long commute. Mm-hmm. Like if you live in L.A. <laughs> just anywhere in L.A. Yeah, just just even go down to the else. corner store. You're looking at a 45-minute trip, so. Mm-hmm. So next one would be Raxiel. He said, at Shatterstone, awesome episode 101. And you got me thinking, if D3 was all a lie from Belial, does that mean the awful stuff the Femme Diablo is also a lie. <laughs> He's really happy if that's the truth. Uh, see, there there are people who really like the Femme Feminine Diablo. Yep. And uh, I like I know of one person that that I can think of right off the top of my head who's sorry to name drop it, Garrett Weinzerl, you know, from uh, A Move TV, does Angry Chicken mm-hmm. and Into the Nexus and stuff. He really, really, really wants that skin for Diablo in Heroes. Uh, I didn't mind it. I mean, it made her, it made Diablo look like the alien queen a little bit too much. I mean, obviously that was some inspiration, but uh, I didn't mind it. I just wish that the fight against Diablo was a little more epic. You know, something a little more like, I mean, going into the realm of shadow, that was really all that special. You, You were like doing almost the exact same thing that you're doing outside, that you're doing inside. And then you go back outside. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. So. It wasn't like Mountfield. And uh, I have to answer a question from a chat room really quick. And Broom Fondle wanted to know what I would have done if somehow my puke doctor, Carol, had survived that 62. Well, you see, Broom Fondle, that was not, I made sure that that was not going to happen. Because I took all of her gems off. I mean, all of them, including all the topazes. So she had empty sockets everywhere, and she had no rings. I think I left her with the... No, I even took her amulet off. So I took all of the jewelry off, and yeah. So the, it was there was no chance. There was absolutely zero, zero chance that that was going to well, happen. Well, that's better than I thought. I thought you were going to say, you know, you just took everything off of her, like no, you know, cubed everything you could, and I left did, her to go in there naked. I did cube the Grin Reaper that she was wearing because um, it was an ancient one. So I cubed that at least. And uh, and I kind of wanted to, you know, kind of pull a fast one, so to speak. And I wanted to make sure that she didn't look any different than the picture I had tweeted out a couple, a little while ago mm-hmm. uh, with her transmog. So I crafted a, a just a crappy level 70 rare helm. And then transmogged it to the piece that I had transmogged the Grim Reaper to. That way, she still looked mostly the same. And then I equipped the Suwong Diviner, which was an ancient, and I think it was like forty-three hundred DPS. It was actually, I think it was That's a nice. really good one. <laughs> I yeah, was like, I, 
And uh, I did not cube that. So, but I don't care. <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't even know why I cubed the Grim Reaper. I should have just let her die with it. <laughs> so. Oh, you're so mean. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> oh, but yes, back to the tweeters. Sorry, I had to address that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, th- th- this oh, is sorry. a hate-free zone, right? You know, exactly. we don't, we don't Unless it's a puke doctor, class. right? Right. Well, puke doctors are not classes, okay? They are no, the scum. Gods. They are the scum of sanctuary. So, you know, if I'm spouting hate at them, it's okay. But it's still a We can take zone. it. We're in the same. Yes. We got big bellies. <laughs> and you can shake it off. So, uh, let's see. Then next one is from at Panaria, and she said, "Yolo, uh, yo solo, <laughs> greater riff solo down the hardcore season four witch doctor." Um, oh, down on the hardcore season four witch doctor. That's different. I should make sure I say every word in there. Um, she's very happy. She's been playing better since she started playing with the Shatterstone peeps. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. And Hamlet EJ followed uh, her tweet up with, Nice, after finishing season journey on my softcore character, I'll probably push my hardcore wizard one final time. That's what they all say. And then they, they get, get hooked. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Well, at least it's not a puke doctor. No. So uh, <laughs> I spared you on that one. Um, the next is from EY Edgar. And he said that Shatterstone at Nevik, James Nevik. I am also missing that Torment 10 rift in three minutes or less challenge to complete the seasonal journey. Good luck. Yeah, I might need it. Mm-hmm. But I, I should, I should be able to get that done this weekend. I hope. And then I'll be done with the journey, and then I'll be like, all right, peace out. I'll see you guys in season five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I still have work to do. I want to. If, if I can somehow manage it, I want to clear Greater Rift 60 with my Barb and Wizard. So, you know, that those are some lofty goals that I just set wow. for myself. Yeah, you did. But, Wait. But uh, I think I can do it. Yeah. So, that was the end of our regular tweets. And uh, earlier today, I was really struggling to figure out a question of the show. But I think I came up with a decent one. Okay. And the question of the show was, how complete is your Kanai's cube? Have you spent time on other classes with the intent of filling it out? And we mm. actually got a lot of responses. See, procrastination does does work. Nice. <laughs> Kagari LeBlu said, very unfilled. Act 5 takes a lot of time, often better spent in rifts that help me gear quicker. And then Walkman 8, otherwise known as Reclaw, said, I have the necessities for my three classes, but very few of the rest lack space and mats is the biggest problem. And Gorilla Law responded to that, and he said, This, my brain hurts from keeping track of mules and prioritizing stash space. Yes, uh, with three main stat classes, I, yeah, yeah, it's painful right now. Oh, yeah. Then Squirrel Freak 83 responded and said, I have been filling it up. First getting uh, witch dock items, yes. like the, uh, the dagger of farts as i originally had typed in here but it was dagger darts uh the carnival and the ring of royal grandeur which is obviously not witch doctor specific but uh MacGyver responded and he said just extracted my first legendary power last night it's a confusing cube oh 
No, MacGyver, it's much easier than engineering. Seriously. <laughs> much easier. Yeah. Yeah, so... I... I don't know... What's... I don't know if maybe he doesn't know how... Well... MacGyver, you'll have to... You'll have to let us know what, what you're confused about. That way we can better help you. Anyways, exactly. Gorilla Law did respond separately to this. And he said, Community Bounty Buff helped... Long way to go, but happy monk items galore. Still need a madstone, though. Rarer than a furnace. Mm. And, uh, Gorilla, I don't think you want to hear this, but I've had, like, four madstones drop. They were all from Kadala, too. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, wait, no. Make it worse. One, just turn that one of them, knife in them. One of them was not from Kadala, but three of them were. Because I've been ah. trying to get an ancient eye of Peskov, and then I somehow have to get stun or freeze secondary stats uh, on my gloves and shoulders and belt. I think those are the three items that that can roll on. And then I can run Ancient Parthon Defenders and run a stun static charge monk. Mm. So that's, uh, that's what Quinn used to do a 78, I believe, solo. That's, that's insane. Crazy. I think, uh, what is it, four-player... Are they up to 85 now, I think? Wow. It's like, it feels like um, the end of a WoW expansion right now. <laughs> just the way it goes. It's like all of a sudden you go in and you're like, okay, I'm just pecking away at you're like just little mobs outside of uh, the quest zone. And then at the, you know, at the end, you're like, you go back out there and you one-shot everything because your gear mm -hmm. is so crazy from all the raiding. Now it's kind of like... You know, same thing here in Diablo. It's just a, the uh, creep at the end is even worse. Yeah. Well, since we no longer have to farm up Greater Rift Keys in Trials, and you can just select what level you want, and Power Creep is real, and... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I still like this much better than uh, what we had before. Yeah. Just speedrunning 65s in Hardcore insane i haven't done it myself but i've done 60s and uh i think uh, i think the fastest 60 clear i have with a four player group was in six minutes i mean not the fastest but still that's really good <laughs> oh boy yeah uh let's see so wing the quick responded and he says i've got all slots filled um nice gonna, yep but I'm not sure what I'm after for the monk or barb. Well, definitely not a stake from Olive Garden. That's definitely definitely don't go there. Cyberwolf Zero responded and he said, "All complete. Oh my goodness, all complete except for the Moonlight Ward and the Wizard Spike." Wow. Well, Cyberwolf, you know what that means. It's time to whiz it up. Just mm. uh, take your puke doctor, kill it, and roll no. a wizard. No, doesn't have to kill it. You just have to create a wizard. And so that way, yep. when he finishes getting those things, you just kill the wizard. <laughs> and then Leviathan responded, and he said, I literally only need a wizard spike. I have not seen one, nor wizard all season. I get my friends to give me class items. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Levi, if you have room for one more character, maybe roll a wizard. I don't know. Do you have... I don't think you have to be level 70 to use those cube recipes. No. So I think you could just have a level 1 wizard and then craft a bunch of level 70 deckers and try your luck there. Mm, could be, yeah. Because, yeah, my first dagger popped out of wizard spikers. Super happy oh. about that. 
Dude, what is up with you? You've got like the horseshoe no matter what you do. Even when you go to <laughs> kill a witch doctor, you have a horseshoe with that. <laughs> and luck played no part in, in that sacrifice. Oh, yes, it did. Because there's no way that you would be able to kill that thing normally on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so Replay1910 responded to Leviathan and said, I guess you could upgrade Cube and try to get it. I also look for a new transmog message, which tells me new item. And yeah. Yeah, whenever I get that notifier, it's like, oh, new item, new transmog. All right. In Hometown Hero 008, our good friend Jesse said, have all the necessary stuff cubed and have run out of bounty mats. So no more cubing. Well, you <laughs> could always go running more bounties, you know? You have yeah. Barb. Oh, You're spinning to win. You, you can do it really fast. And then JC Monkey D3 responded and said, "I got a hundred for the season journey. Then it, or it, then that was it with the cube." So, ah, gotcha. Yeah, I think this may be the I only understand. season where I try to complete it as much as possible because I can see going into season five and season six down the road, you know, attempting to fill your cube back out. That's going to get super tedious. Yes, it is. So, this may be the only time that I attempt to complete it. Except for the Puke Doctor stuff, of course. Ugh. Whatever. So be You're missing <laughs> out on all the best stuff. Sure I am. You certainly are. Although that Jade Harvester transmog is kind of sweet when you yeah, get rid of see? the green. I had to change the color. I could not go with the green. I mean, the green and brown really, I mean, made her look like mint chocolate, and I liked that. But... There's no good transmog items that I could find that uh, that you can take a Daibo to transmog into that would match the color scheme. So I had to go. Oh. I had to change the color because I have to match. I mean, otherwise it's just not right. Uh, of course. So before we get into our emails, we are running a Patreon campaign. You can help support the show by becoming a patron. You can go to Patreon.com/soulstone and make a monthly pledge. Wow, I almost totally stumbled over that each and every pledge is greatly appreciated thank you folks yes thank you very much for your continuing pledging and helping us out we really appreciate yeah. it and we're doing a lot more with the show with it yep yeah and soon i i swear <laughs> i'm going to get to doing those commissions i swear don't swear Shh. yes that's right Right. <laughs> so we did get an email. You can send your emails to show at shattersoulsoon.com. It can just be text. It can be an audio. It could be a picture, I guess, but uh, preferably with words. And we got our first email from this email, first time emailer. Other, I think that's a better way of putting it. From Ogopogo, who I, I think I name. just recently got into the guild clan. Welcome. And he has a question this is a question for everyone what's your opinion of the way the current sets pigeonhole end game players into very specific builds and skill setups if you look at the leaderboards there is hardly any variation of builds competing at the higher end of the boards it seems to me that if you want to experiment with other skills and gear configurations you simply cannot compete i know it's been a struggle from the beginning giving us high, a higher degree of um, viable variants, but I feel the game falls short in this category. Signed, the Ogo Pogo. Um, was it last night on the Westmarch mm -hmm. Workshop? Uh, Leviathan brought up 
kind of like and I, I thought on this very topic where you know even if we didn't have six piece sets we would still have quote unquote sets <laughs> you yeah. know because uh, the way that items synergize with skills and you know at, at some point you know that i it's a fallacy of choice i mean when, when you really come down to it diablo is all about numbers and numbers you know you can do the math and you're going to find the most efficient way to do things and you're going to have you're going to have just you know builds that just can't hit that ceiling you know to be mm -hmm. at the at the highest I, I mean like okay for example here is a here's a not a converse but you know an an idea to kind of like um play at devil's advocate to what ogopogo's telling is saying here although this doesn't necessarily mean that the static charge monk you know the duo generator build would not have been discovered we did find out about it from the leaderboards you know mm -hmm. because prior to this season you could clear and be number one and then take off all your equipment and hide your skills and your build would be hidden <laughs> you know essentially so right. um like i know like back in season two uh darren nisama the number one hardcore wizard which he's still number one that guy's just he's insane absolutely insane i mad respect to that guy but uh he he never tried to hide his his build but you know it's it, when it comes down to it you know the meta is changed the quote-unquote meta you know the game with the game the end of the game beyond the game right that that's mm -hmm. what the term meta means you're, you're just you're gonna find the most efficient build right and while you might want more builds to be competitive i mean honestly yes you you have numerous monk builds at the moment that are very capable of clearing with uh you know great speed and safety you know at t10 and torment six which used to be the ceiling for doing you know just regular nephilim rifts you know so it we we have more options now whether or not you can take that to you know being in the top 100 top 20 you know top 10 top 5 no you're, you're never going to be able to do that because you're going to have to grind out your gear you're, you're going to have to min max your gear i mean even if you find ancient pieces maybe one thing's not rolled very well and you're going to still be chasing a better ancient piece of that and so yes we're, we're never ever going to you know see just a haphazardly thrown together build you know with a mismatch of you know just regular legendary items compete but they have addressed you know they, they wanted to do something that didn't pigeonhole people into specific builds although we kind of still did it uh, yeah. you know for doing greater if 40 with no set class uh no class set items right Mm -hmm. That that was their attempt at giving us something else to do. So, and actually, the six piece sets aren't really six piece sets if you think about it, because Williana's, um, you need a Lion's Claw, you need a Flow of Eternity, you need a Fist of Astros, you need Focus and Restraint. You know, that's that's another five items on top of that six. And yep. then, you know, then it's like, then you also need Spirit Cards, but then you also need Gungo Gear, or you need a Mad Stone. So it's like, you know. Six P sets aren't six P sets, so they're they're just the beginning. They they give you the bonus, the big bonus, 
that can elevate you from being, you know, Torment 2 to all of a sudden being able to face roll Torment 6. But, you know, in order to compete at those higher levels, no. It, that's just the beginning. So, yeah, anyways. Uh, I, I totally agree with you because uh, that's kind of a conversation that came up during the talk early on. JC in the chat was talking about... Um, going with a zombie bear build with what I have for gear, but the problem is I haven't gotten a scrimshaw, so I can't mm-hmm. even put that together. So right now I'm where I am, and like I same thing with the physical build where I had before with the pet. I just didn't have... I was missing Carn Evil, and I was missing one other item, and I can't even remember what it is right now, but both of those combined would have just absolutely put my um, fetishes through the roof and damage, and I can't do anything about that right now because of the fact that you know I don't have the items, I can't go with that build or maximize that build mm-hmm. and it's kind of that way no matter what game you play though is everybody's going to be looking crunching the numbers trying to figure out exactly what's the perfect build with the with the best synergy for gear mm-hmm. um like you said you know it's not it's not just a six piece set but now it also becomes you know those secondary items whether it's uh, a, a weapon or it to, you know having focus and restraint or whatever it might be that helps to boost the damage it puts you you know that next greater rift level higher than somebody else is doing and it also comes down to gameplay because you know even though i might be able to copy the top player's witch doctor and i might have all the right gear i may not play that character as well as that person does Mm -hmm. maybe they're just that kind of even with that gear they're more comfortable running that like right now i know the physical build is a pretty good build but i'm a lot more comfortable with the helltooth just the way that i've been playing it and i enjoy it with that play style so I know just I, as I start to build up more and more of my gear, get my gems back up, I'll be able to push further into my into greater rift. And, you know, who knows, maybe I'll find like that one or two extra items that I need to just kind of put me over the edge. Because right now, I mean, I'm not even running with a with like an optimal build with um, my neck piece because I'm just running with, um, I can't even remember what it is now. But it's just kind of one of the ones that allows me to take... Um, uh, poison damage and convert that into health. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the best thing, but it's the best um, neck piece that I have because the only other one I have um, for a health fire amulet is not even that good. The secondary skill there, or the the, the passive skill, isn't even something that's going to work with any build that I have so far. Like, either the, the physical or this health tooth build. So I'm like, ah, I'm kind of stuck once again. Yeah, although the, Mar- the Mars Kaleidoscope... Um... That might, there's an argument to be made that that might be best in slot for a number of classes simply because mm-hmm. of how many poison-based Rift Guardians there are. For example, you know, That's true. if you're a melee build and you get Veracity, you know, Dark Gom as Dark Mods refer, or Dark Mods, Dat Mods refers to him as, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, nope, not doing that, Guardian, I'm out. Because you simply cannot live through that poison damage because his clouds just continually keep stacking and unless unless you can kite him but then you're kiting and then you're losing tons of time so so right but um what oh i i was i was gonna bring up one more little nuance it's like even if you do have the items maybe you don't have these secondary stats to run a specific build like i can't run the mm-hmm. stun static charge monk just yet because i don't have the necessary freeze and stun on hit chances to do it i, I think you need at least 10 percent so that uh you're fl- and then you need to have at least 1.85 attacks per second as a monk in order to have 
uh, like 90% uptime on your flying dragon proc. So it's just, it's, it's so crazy. There, there, there's so many numbers in this game. The silver lining on this, on this gloomy cloud for, for Ogopogo is, uh, next season with patch 2.4, well, with patch 2.4, you know, why it's been teasing at, at this, um, thing that, you know, if you don't like six piece sets, you're going to be happy. So maybe we're going to see something that allows four piece, you know, multiple four piece sets to work in such a way that they can possibly outdo a six piece set. But then again, there we go. Then that's going to become, you know, the top of the leaderboard. And then everybody's going to be playing that way. Right. Yep. Until, until somebody finds a better way of doing things. And then everybody starts running that, at least at the top end. Now, if he's talking about in terms of competing in terms of Paragon levels, that's time. You know, that's yeah. time plus, well, not just time. It's also having people that you can group with all the time. And mm -hmm. I was going to say something like, you know, they could probably strip the experience bonus from the uh, group play, but still groups will be they'll still be leaps and bounds above solo players because one i mean i can speed run a 60 in six minutes where i can do a solo 60 in like 10 minutes so it's just there there's always going to be a divide four player groups are always going to be more efficient in terms of paragon grinding and you're just going to have to accept it i mean they, they can close the gap some by taking out that bonus experience bon a multiplier that they get in groups that that would be one step so instead of already having a paragon i think do we already have a paragon 2000 this season we probably do uh, i honestly haven't been keeping track on that one might be brother chris but uh you know you know the, what was it quinn quinn was like a pair i think he's like almost paragon 1500 but mods is up there as well and I mean, there are people who are well over 1,700 already. and That is insane. I could never I mean, play that much. And it... I mean, it does it does demotivate. You know, people are have been posting on, on the forums that, you know, seeing all these super high paragons is, like, killing their drive to play the game because they just... They know they can't compete. And, you know, that's, that's an unfortunate side effect. So there, there's not much that we can do about that. But um, I, I would say play more, but, you know, that's sometimes not possible for people. Right. So, so I'm going to flip-flop these things because uh, I think this better directly ties into some of our community links. Um, okay. The biggest, the biggest thing is the open letter to the Diablo 3 development team. Uh, this was put together by a coalition of people, well-known personalities on the forums on twitch on reddit uh fan sites you know just a whole bunch of people they they collaborated to put together a letter addressing the botting issue because it is a problem and when you have people who are online 20 22 hours a day for ever since the season started you know there's something up there because nobody can do that physically they they would be dead so um and actually, you know, I think Mods was talking about something about this, that uh, that <laughs> one of the more well-known people, you know, <laughs> who has a brother named Chris, 
uh, was online for 18 hours, streamed 18 hours. And I was like, was he actually there for 18 hours? Because, all right, have you watched a lot of spy movies? You know, where they, um, you know, they tap into a security system and then they loop a feed? Oh, yeah. What if he does that? What if, you know, the actual gameplay that's happening isn't actually him at the keyboard and he just has this, you know, little webcam and it's a loop? Uh, because, I mean, he's very non-expressive. He doesn't interact with the chat room very much. So, I mean, it could very well not be him at the at that keyboard. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's really taking it to an, another level. Yeah, I mean, I mean th- this is like, I, this is like conspiracy theory. level. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but it's still. It's possible because I don't put things by people anymore. I just, you know, if it, somebody's thinking of it, they can do it. Hours a day, so it doesn't surprise me. But still, it's like, why? What What are you actually going to gain out of doing this? Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe more viewers that say, hey, you're totally awesome. So Yeah, it is revenue. Yeah. I mean, a, that making it. money. So, I mean, it, it's just, I, I, it's like, I'm not even really looking for, you know, to see people get banned. I mean, that's the dream, right? that, that yeah. we can have a bot-free environment to, to play in. That's the dream. But at the very least, what I just want is some form of acknowledgement that, you know, we're, we're doing everything that we can. Um, our team that's involved with this, you know, they're, they're a little swamped at the moment because of, you know, maybe they only have one team. You know, I, I think uh, somebody posted up on Reddit, who has a friend who works at Blizzard, right? So, you know, know, oh, I have an uncle who works there. Um, But regardless of that fact, uh, you know, it's possible that they only have one team, just like the Battle.net team. They only have one team for Battle.net. So, you know, offline mode for Battle.net coming soon. That was, what, six years ago? (laughs) Or whenever we got the, you know, real ID system in Battletech's. So, yeah, maybe about six years ago. I think that's about right. Maybe five, but either way, um, you know, maybe they only have one team that looks into this and mm-hmm. looks and and some of these, you know, third party bots are really hard to detect. So, you know, just something, you know, just a bone just to say, you know, we do have our eye on it. We are doing everything that we can just you know it's it's a process and what i I mean we we don't need continual band waves throughout a season you know it it would be sufficient enough although i would like to see it sooner than you know two weeks before the end of the season but you know you do it at two weeks before the end of the season they don't have time to you know buy a new account and then get that account competitive so right well, I mean, just something, just something. Come on, Blizzard, something. Yeah. Just, I mean, just open, open the dialogue with us about it. That, that's all we want. Yeah, and at, at the same time, I mean, they can do that because, I mean, for my workplace, they had a um, cyber security like convention type thing that they did all online too, so you could at least dial in and listen to all the different things going on. And, of course, you know, every company, they're not going to tell you exactly how to get into their things or how to commit all the, you know, whatever acts, either, you know, hacking or the botting or anything, how that's done. Because 
as soon as they divulge that information, the, the people doing it are already on the next step for how to get around to, for the next um, round of it. Yeah. So, and... you know, that's not what we need, though. Um, I agree with you. Maybe an open dialogue in the aspect of saying, hey, you know, we are trying to put in certain measures. Uh, we have these things that go on. I was just last week watching the 20-year, like, or not the 20-year, but the, the WOW 10-year anniversary um, video they did. And they had mm-hmm. one section where they were inside the headquarters of the, right. you know, and I it showed all that. of the different screens. Watch, you know, like they could see when people are pinging on. They're watching streams. They're watching everything that's going on as much as possible. I'm sure things pop in, and I'm sure they have discussions. You know, um, I would love to say, you know, hey, it's as easy as saying, okay, yep, we know that person right there is botting. Um, you know, we could tell just by the, you know, that they're looping a feed while they're playing live for 18 hours. I mean, it, it, it could be possible. I mean, I'm not that kind of a cyber expert. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, it might be very difficult to f- figure that out, even with you know, an, a cyber expert. Yeah. So, yeah, they can, they're going to walk that that line. But I agree. I mean, there, there needs to be in some way, you know, something going on to let us know, you know, if you're going to really stick with this kind of leaderboard, these kind of, you know, hey, let's acknowledge your effort and what the community's doing. You know, focus on that and get it so that it appears to be more of an equal playing field. Because, you know, you're right. If, if you're sitting there with people who are literally botting for 24 hours a day, nobody's ever going to be able to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most people on those leaderboards are probably people. But if you're talking about, like, the top couple that are you know are who could be botting it could be you know and it may not even be the top couple people it could be people in the middle or towards the bottom of the leaderboard for whatever reason they're doing it Mm -hmm. you know it's just not fair no matter where it is on that top 1000 but the fact is you know you're right we're like we're in the dark and it feels like you know we're seeing it go on and on and something needs you know needs to be said something needs to be done how they do it, I'm not sure. It's going to be really tough. And actually, one thing that I did want to also address, you know, the people at the very top of the leaderboard, you know, they they don't generally brute force their way through a, a rift. What they do, and, and this this is where, you know, like folks like Jage, um, who has stopped playing Diablo because of this issue, because this is more prevalent in softcore and it is definitely a huge problem in non-season where you know everything keeps getting rolled into and i mean if you're (laughs) i mean if you're talking about trying to compete with somebody who gets you know 2,000 paragons in one season and then suddenly you know they they jump you know they they go from like paragon 1800 to 2400 or something at the at the rollover you know that that's a you know just think about that you know that's 600 times five main stat right there you know that's huge that's absolutely huge and that does kill competitiveness at that level uh so i mean this isn't quite as big of a problem in hardcore which is not the main reason why i play hardcore but it's a nice benefit right because you know people are a little more legit in hardcore because a bot could possibly get killed get your character killed and uh, actually, it was Manor Cookie. Um, he recorded a bot, and uh, uh, some of the responses that I got, uh, or that were in response to this on Reddit, said, you know, even that bot that he downloaded 
was a free bot. It's not very sophisticated. There are bots out there that you have to pay for. So, you know, that, there's something for you um, that can run higher greater rifts <laughs> so, for you. But the main thing is the, the, the main benefit that, and this is one reason why it's frustrating to deal with botters, is because they can just leave it running, just run tons and tons and tons of Nephilim rifts. And then you wake up in the morning or whenever you get to sit down for, at your computer and then, oh, hey, look, you now have an extra 400 greater rift keys. And this is more an issue this season because we no longer have the Realm of Trials. So now, you know, you have 400 greater rift keys that you can just burn, you know, that you can jump into a rift and this, and this ties it all together. When you start competing, you know, you start pushing beyond 50. Like, for example, I, I mentioned I had to fish for a couple rifts before I found one that was even worth doing uh, to do my 61, right? This gets more and more, uh, you know, it, be, it becomes the standard, you know? In order to complete the next greater rift, you know, to bump, to go from 61 to 62, isn't just improving your gear. I mean, that, that's got a large part of it because you have to have the DPS to kill the Guardian in time. But... It has more to do with the density, the tile set, the rift pylons, like the distribution, like which ones you get when and where in the rift. You know, there's yep. so much fishing that goes on to be competitive. So to jump back to Ogopogos, you know, about being competitive, it's not just the set, you know, and to a certain extent, it is skill, you know, being able to assess, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, jumping into a rift, you go, oh, nope. This isn't worth it, and then get out of there. This is <laughs> way more important hardcore because you can't just go, oh, well, this might work, so I'm just going to see how far I can get, and then if things turn south, then I'll just stop, you know? Because at least I might get some experience out of this. But in hardcore, it's like I jump in, ice caverns, nope. <laughs> jump in, oh, hey, oppressors, ghosts, nope, not doing that. <laughs> jump out. So... <laughs> So yeah, I mean, when you have, when you are able to come to your game and have an extra, you know, hundred greater rift keys, two hundred greater rift keys that you didn't have to sit there and grind out those rifts for, I mean, mm. it, it, it's a sense of freedom that you can go, oh well, I no, I'm not doing that rift, and then you know, leave game and start the process over and over and over, and, and that's how you compete. You know, everybody who's at the, you know, in the top ten. They're well, not even that. You know, like I, I'm an example. I'm in the top 200. I'm fishing for rifts. I'm fishing for the right kind of rift. So, oh, I forgot one. I forgot one level of RNG. Guardian. You also need the right kind of guardian. There. I mean, to a certain extent, you can get away with. Guardian's not super, super important to a good complete. But there are guardians out there, like, like I said, Veracity. If you don't have poison immunity, you're not doing him. So, at least mm -hmm. not solo. Unless you have tons and tons of life on hit. And even then, I don't think you can pull it off. So, but, all right. I, I think we've been going on about this, but uh, I did not give out the URL, which normally I don't, I don't, I say, we'll include the link on in the show notes, but it's a short enough URL that I can just share it over the air. It is d3cab.org. And that stands for Diablo 3 Community Against Botters. Botting? Botters? Something like that? And uh, if you want to read the letter in detail. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, 
I was like, I told JH, it's like, you feel free to add all of us from the Shattered Soulstone on there because I am absolutely adamantly 110% against botting. So, and then oh, I, I don't even want to bring up the other topic that a lot of people, you know, about something that has a heads up display, but that's another topic for another day. So, okay, now we're going to jump back to more official Diablo Blizzard news. I guess it's more Blizzard news. Uh, the right. host for the virtual ticket for BlizzCon 2015, which, by the way, is only two weeks away. Um, hey. Two weeks from right now, Con Before the Storm will be happening. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I wish I could be there, but I'm not going to be there. Rillin Dune's going to be really sad because I'm not going to be able to spoon with him. I'm sorry, Rill. But um, <laughs> it's just, I, I can't. I just can't go. And I'm bummed. But hey, at least I'll be able to watch the one panel on. on Because <laughs> I bought the virtual ticket, of course. Yeah. And uh, But that's okay because I'm not just interested in Diablo, even though that's my main game, my main jam. Heroes is also up yeah. there. Yeah. So I, oh man, I can't wait to see who's going to be in the pipeline coming down for Heroes. Uh, I really want Blood Queen Lanathel from Ice Crown Citadel. I really want her in the game so bad. I even oh, changed yeah. my desktop background to uh, fan art of Blood Queen because she's she's pretty. She's pretty. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So Halloween's right around the corner. My daughter's gonna go as an Inkling, and that's from Splatoon. If you don't if you don't catch the reference, but. The annual pumpkin carving contest is going on right now. Uh, they opened up the contest on the 19th, so that means it's already three days old, and it ends on October 29th. They did not give an end time, so I'm going to make the assumption, as per usual, it will be 11.59 p.m. Pacific. Let's see. Yeah, it will still be daylight time, because we don't fall back then. So, uh, no, yeah. Not until so, November 1st. Yeah, so we have... Well... As a, if you're listening to us live, you have a week, and by the time that you hear this on on the stream or the podcast feed, you'll have probably five days. So, if you like carving pumpkins, it's fun. Or if you like smashing pumpkins, um, I'm sorry because, yeah, I like smashing pumpkins. Good band. uh, I used to like smashing pumpkins. I don't anymore. And um, it's. That's almost a good segue because uh, another band from that era... Well, actually, no. They're a little bit older. Or newer. Younger? Yes, younger. Another band almost from that era. <laughs> it's going to be closing out BlizzCon. We finally found out who's going to be doing doing the closing uh, the concert. And it is going to be Linkin Park. And no, I'm not going to make a terrible Linkin Park reference like Nineball did. And yeah, <laughs> not nope, nope. He did it. I was like, nope. I'm not doing that to my to my listeners. Huh? Yep. There will be no crawling. Nope. Uh, you see, I, I, did, I, I didn't I even. I didn't really even tempted. <laughs> you want to so, do it? No, I don't. No, I don't. So um, now now uh, now we're gonna jump back to community stuff. So. What is the best class in the game? Well, it's a very obvious answer. Very obvious answer. It's the monk. And uh, Riker, (laughs) YouTuber, YouTuber Riker agrees with me. Of course. Well, of course. I mean, 
Uh, you you know that uh, infographic that Monstrous put together? He put together another one um, after two months. And uh, remember how barbarians were eating the uh, solo leaderboards? You know, like the oh, yeah. top 250? Um, it's all monks now. <laughs> I mean, all the barbs just went... And now it's all monk. Because the... Uh, wow. Yeah, Static Charge Monk just... Uh, it 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 took the world by storm, almost. I guess that's kind of a clever pun because you know it's lightning damage that you deal. And I see what it, you did there. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, and it's actually also altered the meta for four-player compositions because now it's three three monks and a barb. That's a sitcom idea. Ha! <laughs> nice. So yeah, three monks and a barb because now you will have. The barb will be the support role. You'll have a support monk, then you will have an EP monk, maybe, and then a static charge monk. So, really, yep. Although I've heard that proxaders are now a thing, so maybe if that catches on, maybe they will take a small sliver from the monk pie. I don't know about that. I just remember the very beginning of the season. I was running with um, Pony and Demon and our clan. And Pony's like, yeah, I've got to play the, the monk for a while. And I'm like, why? He's like, it's such face roll. <laughs> He's like, it's easily the, the toughest, best class right now in the season. And I'm like, that was, he figured that one out in the first couple days. And so that was, was like, even wow. before we, d- we even discovered the Static Charge Monk. Right. Because at that time, it was, it was, it was the Uliana's build. The, yep. The Seven-Sided Strike build. So, <laughs> and it's like nobody's running that in who's who are doing these clears because you you simply do not have enough DPS with with that build. Oh, so. Amazing, yeah. And finally, um, well, actually, right before I I move on, Riker, he said Monk is the best, but not because he actually feels that way. He does enjoy the Monk, but. He's just going off based off of the meta, the quote-unquote meta, that um, has been just, you know, just, it's being dominated by monks right now. Mm -hmm. Monks can do DPS, they can do support in in two different ways, because the the Sun Woko EP monk, they're there for damage, but once you get to the Guardian, they don't do anything, because, you know, EP isn't going to be doing anything against the Guardian unless you're a seven-sided strike monk, but... When you're Senwoko, you can't you can't do you can't do Senwoko plus Uliana's. So okay, so moving on to our last piece of com- community highlights, I guess maybe maybe we should just call this community highlights. As uh, a yeah. piece of fan art by Drive Skull of Malthio, and it's a combination. I know this is a visual thing on an audio podcast, although since we're streaming now, I guess I could pull this up, but I not going to bother with that right now it's uh it's a piece of art of malthio it's a combination of markers plus uh colored pencils and obviously pencil you know uh just absolutely amazing and uh, there's a video there's a video to go along with this that shows the progress you know basically speed painting and uh let's see i need to ban this person jc monkey monks are crap they can't even take on gom (laughs) (laughs) They can with a with a Maris kaleidoscope. So, 
No, this, this fan out is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it actually. It's so it's very dark in the front, like Matthew. You expect them to be, but the the wings are just striking behind them. That looks so much angelic, like you would expect an angel would have been. Um, yeah. I really love the the contrast of the colors, and, and you can see that he's pulling souls into his weapons. Um, it's just amazing. Yeah, really yeah, well and done. let's see. I can't. Those are not Prisma. Uh, I can't tell who is the maker of those colored pencils, but. I can tell you that those are expensive colored pencils and, and markers. Very expensive. Oh my goodness. When, when, you, when you go to the art store and you look at those colored pencil sets and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> you're like, it's like, how much? <laughs> it's like, yep, they are high quality. That's, yes, they are. And that's, that's how you get those results, right? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for in terms of community highlights. And, uh, Karova, you're going to be happy, because I think we're going to cut out the other games in entertainment. Because, one, I really like talking about Walking Dead, but I don't want this to be a Diablo and Walking Dead podcast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kind of sort of fit together, but uh, all that I will say is the last ep- episode two of season six of The Walking Dead, holy crap. Holy oh, crap. amazing. Holy crap. Carol. I'm totally with you. Carol is such a badass. And uh, when Carol wait, when Carol came up and killed that one wolf, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's Carol. And my wife was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I knew as soon as she came into the screen, I was like, yep, that's Carol. <laughs> I know, and the guy was to, okay. I know we're gonna get into this for a second. Just a the little bit. The guy was yeah. totally doing the Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> moment, swinging that axe around like it's a big thing. And I was, you know, like expecting somebody to shoot him. Yeah, it's kind of like out of there. But the the knife <laughs> shot by uh, by Carol was much better. Yeah, yeah. total badass. So absolutely loving it. They're killing it right now. Yep. And all right, I guess we'll just include a little bit more because I did finally see Mad Max Fury Road. I was not quite as impressed as everybody else on the internet, so um, that's about all I have to say about that movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I think that's I think we're good to go. So um, yeah, I'm I think I'm most excited, at, at least with BlizzCon around the corner. I'm most excited to see what's going to be coming down the pipeline for Heroes because. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for, for the panel that's going to happen, you know, the yeah. blood and treasure. But, um, I mean, honestly, I'm more excited about Heroes. And speaking of which, Blizzard just announced that they, uh, you know what, I should have included this in the Blizzard news. They just hired the former, what is it, executive of ESPN and the NFL Network to head I'm up. Sorry. To, <laughs> to head up their esports division. So. Yeah, as long as it wasn't that idiot that, you know, like, just was absolutely ragging on esports from oh. ESPN. Oh, God, no. That guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I got he's, a tool. He's on uh, Fox Sports now. So. Oh, <laughs> good luck. Mm-hmm. He, so, anyways, um, all good for us. Yep. So, you have been listening to episode 102 of the Shattered Silkstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you have missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. 
If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone, and you can join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. Uh, if you want to watch the show live, we have been recording Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, so you can join us and, you know, interact with us live as we record the show, and you can see me flub up, and uh, potentially you'll get to eventually see something that's not going to be in the show because of, you know, editing. But uh, this show is powered by you, the listener. Oh, I forgot to give the URL. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash shattered stone, which is um, the same as our Twitter. So that makes it a little bit easier, you know, a little bit of correlation there. Uh, this show is powered by you, the listener. So send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at shatteredswilson.com. We love Twitter, so come join and tweet with us. You can find the show on Twitter at Shatterstone. I'm at Never James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions. And I really hope he's feeling better by today. Because holy crap, he sounded really, really bad on all things Azeroth on Monday. Oh, and that's oh why man. that's why we did have a slight delay in our release of 101 because uh, Papa Kangaroo he he's in charge of the feed and he was just laid out all weekend so that's why we had a slight delay. Um, but you can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm going to be dropping bales on heads again. And you'll find Nevik's corpse right outside with Captain Hale. <laughs>